Welcome to the Mental Dietitian Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Lynch-Potter, just a guy who's trying to live a great life and learn the best way to live it. This show is for the everyday human being that feels exactly how I feel, and every week I'll be bringing you weekly episodes on how to get better mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, and financially, so you can have a great mental diet. Welcome to episode 45 of the Mental Dietitian Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Lynch-Potter, and today's episode is going to be called Navigating Christmas Chaos. Sounds kind of bad. I mean... <laughs> it sounds it sounds terrifying, but you'll find out why when I get to it. Um, this is a really interesting one. It's basically going to be how to create boundaries with people you love and care about, who love and care about you, of maybe particular subjects that you don't want to share at the dinner table. Maybe it would be you feel more comfortable one-on-one. Um, everybody knows that, especially when there's alcohol involved, somebody, especially the more drinking that goes on, which is very prevalent in our society. And I've, I've saw it ever, ever since growing up, I remember being, seeing my family every Christmas and just seeing what, what would go down and things that were said and uh, lack of boundaries on people's ends and different conversations and really how to navigate that. Christmas and this holiday season, if you don't celebrate Christmas, is just a, it should be a wonderful time of spending like that's kind of slow period at the end of the year where you can take a time to take inventory of your year, take, figure out like, okay, cool. That was a good year. Spend time with people that you love and care about. It should be full of love and happiness and joy. Sometimes it's not though. Sometimes it can be full of anxiety because some people's families aren't most people's families have issues of some sort. Um, who knows what it is? But I have spoke to people and I know people and even myself have gone into Christmas gatherings before and there's been a level of, I wonder if they're going to talk about this. And it always happens. And most people aren't really... When A lot of us are not taught how to communicate properly with each other. Because what is communication? Communication is me conveying and communicating something and you're receiving it the same way that I'm trying to communicate it from my heart or from my mind or wherever it's coming from. That doesn't happen very often. Like somebody will say something and then somebody will run it through the filter of how they see the world and receive it how they will receive it. And sometimes it's completely off. So that's not really communication. And we have our families are full of people that don't know how to communicate. The world's full of people that don't know how to communicate because nobody's really taught us how, and it takes years and years and years and years. So if you don't see somebody for an entire year, you're going to bring up the big stuff. You're going to bring up relationships. You're going to bring up their career. You're going to bring up if you're going to school. Um, you're going to bring up what you're doing with your life. All these kind of big things that a lot of people a lot of people have a hard time with like some people maybe aren't doing well and then maybe their relationship isn't doing well. Or if they're, like they're thinking about switching, they've done three or four years on a degree and they're like kind of in this moment where they, they're unsure or the relationship is like with their boss isn't going well or at work or the career isn't going well. Or they recently lost their job and they haven't told anybody and they, they're in between jobs, whatever it may be. These things can come up during this Christmas holiday season. And it's like, well, how do you navigate these times? 
And hopefully I can give you some tools and some perspective during this episode of there's actually only really one tool. Well, I say that now. Um, but yeah, hopefully I can give you some things to chew on, to think about some concepts that have been taught to me that I try to apply sometimes very well, other times very badly because <laughs> I'm a human and I do human stuff and that's all right. Um, number one principle would be, which is what I really, I really learned it in, um, how to win friends and influence people, which is an amazing book by Dale Carnegie. And it's a hundred and I think it's like 110, 120 year old book now. And he basically taught a concept in there that people love talking about themselves. So I've been in situations, whether or not it's Christmas or anywhere or Thanksgiving or Easter or whatever it may be, where somebody asks you a question that you don't really want to go into detail because it might be a sensitive subject right now. Could you could you could be in between jobs? How's your job going? And everybody's asking you at the table. And it's like like there's like eight people. How's your job going? It's going really, really, really well. Then you can ask a question about them. Some people might it might be avoiding. It could be seen as that because you are, you are avoiding. You don't want to go into these things that you're processing, that you're working through. You're all everybody's working through stuff all the time. Um, except a lot of the time we only tell people about the good stuff um and not the bad stuff. And you can discard any of this if your family is a completely safe place and you can talk about things openly, be deeply vulnerable with your family and talk about your feelings. But most families aren't like that because most people aren't like that. We just, it's just true. It's unfortunately true. Um, most of us kind of have to, especially when we're going through things, we have to navigate through things and deal with things and really pick who to share what with. But that concept of most people like talking about themselves is amazing. So if you're going through something or dealing with something or don't really want to talk about something in that particular space or that particular environment, just ask people about themselves. It's wild. If they've gone on a trip recently, if they have posted something on social media recently, how is their drive here? How's the last few months been? How's the snowfall? How's the sunshine? Wherever you are in the world. It's amazing. I've <laughs> I've had conversations with people where I've asked everything about them for like 20, 30 minutes, and I've shared nothing about myself, absolutely nothing. And they're like, that was a great conversation. They've said that to me. It wasn't a conversation. It was me asking questions about themselves and taking an interest in them. And I'm not doing it in a way that's like, I'm not interested. It's actually interesting, especially when you ask people about their life, like, what are you going through right now? And people tell you some stuff and they tell you maybe what they're struggling with. And then if if they tell you what they're struggling with, then maybe it gives you an opportunity to feel like it's a safe place to now share maybe some things that you're going through but it's all down to safety is it a safe environment for you to share maybe what you're going through or whatever it is whatever it is say if you've grown a lot this year say if you've had some experiences i could even talk about it myself like let's say me for example i go to a family event <laughs> which is which is true it's just going to happen where i've done a lot of plant medicine experiences this year psychedelics drugs if you will. 
that's the the perspective that most people in society have on these things. But it's slowly shifting. It's slowly changing. But if I try and communicate that, it will open me up, for example, to be projected upon very harshly, potentially. Now, with my family gathering, I don't think that would happen. They're beautiful people. I've talked about it with them already. It, it's it's cool. But for, say, for example, if I wasn't, then, and I've grown all have these experiences and worked on like my trauma, for example, and everybody's got it. People are like, oh, I don't want to talk about trauma. Cool. That's fine. That's a trauma response because you don't want to talk about shit, but whatevs. Um, yeah, like if you worked on your stuff or you've been seeing a therapist or anything that is tied to our emotions, you can talk about how much money you made that year. I mean, sometimes, sometimes people don't like doing that. Um, but I'm really talking about in this episode, your feelings and maybe personal growth things and things that you're going through emotionally that you don't really want to come up at Christmas that, that probably will. And that one of the best tools I have is taking an interest in somebody else and asking about their life. Just to summarize up that point. Another way that you could navigate it is in a beautiful way, if you can do it in a nice way of basically setting a boundary for somebody. If somebody asks you something that's maybe out of line and be like, I prefer not to talk about that here. Um, if you want to chat about it later, I'd be happy to share with you, but I just don't think it's the right place to talk about that right now. But I'm happy to talk about it with you later. Just, just doing that and sharing a boundary and it's just about creating boundaries. All communication with people is about creating boundaries of what you want to share and what you don't want to share. You don't have to be an open book. I I learned this the hard way. I used to be an open book with fucking everybody and it damaged relationships. I talked about it in previous relationships with my with my relationship with my spouse, Lexi. I would just share everything that was going on in our relationship with everybody. She never did that, which destroyed the safe container of trust that we had in the relationship because if she tells me something that she's going through then or well, Aaron will just bring it up in conversation with someone thinking it's a way to relate to that person so number two would be creating boundaries but doing it in a way that isn't extremely abrasive and or rude now that is something that I'm still working on can I tell you exactly how to do it no I can tell you in theory, I can tell you in theory, but I'm still working on this. Um, I learned something recently. It's like, if it comes from the heart and it comes from a loving place and it doesn't come from a hurt, wounded place where you're kind of defending yourself, you're like, well, um, I don't think that's appropriate here. So I'd appreciate if you didn't do that. Like it's just this defensive, reactive tone. If you do it in a loving way, which is like, that's a great question. Um, I just don't feel like it's appropriate right now for me to share that, but I'm happy to share with you later. And that if you want to have a longer conversation, happy to share it later. I just don't feel in the space right now to do that. In a loving, caring way, not a reactive, not a not a harsh tone, none of that. And that is something that will really help you during these conversations with extended family members, most people in your family, like the close family, sisters, brothers, mom and dad. Um, hopefully it's safe to share things with them, but if it's not the same principles applies. So the first principle is taking an interest in somebody else more than yourself. Principle number two is creating boundaries. If you can't avoid them asking all these prying questions, you can just shut it down in a nice loving way without being a fucking asshole. Um, 
which I've, I did that for years. I would just be an asshole and then it would just cause a strange dynamic. And I've had a couple of wines and I'm just acting like I'm better than other people. I've done that before. I've, I, I used to have this thing where I wanted to be right all the time. So I'd pursue a point until the very death and it creates this weird dynamic, especially at a Christmas or a Thanksgiving or a Easter, whatever, just a family gathering. I've done it for years and it, because I wanted to be validated. I, I kind of figured it out. I wanted to be right. So people thought that I was smart and I was important and it just came from a place of wanting people to like me and wanting people. It's just basically it's just seeking love. That's what it was. If you go down the very root of what that behavior was, it was me seeking love. And I can get most of the love I need from myself. So these are things that will come up. And they're the t- they're two main principles that I can really think of at the top of my head that will really help you as long as you're doing it from a kind, loving place. Now, some people like your mom or your dad might bring up things like, oh, yeah, Stacy just uh, just broke up with uh, just broke up with Phil. And you haven't told anybody yet. And it's just like, and you have to navigate that conversation. That would be hard because things come up like that or, oh, um, Bob's thinking about leaving his bachelor's degree and going to something else. And you're like, I fucking didn't want to talk about this right now, but here we go. All right. That's the perfect time to create a boundary. Be like, hey, dad, hey, mom, hey, brother, hey, sister. I'm not in a space to talk about that right now. So I'd appreciate if we talked about something else. That will create a feeling with other people like, okay, cool, got it. But that stuff will happen. And it's just about how do you navigate this Christmas chaos? I would make sure that you take time for yourself. Make sure you exercise regularly during this Christmas period, even if it's a walk every single day. We tend to eat a lot more sugar. I eat a lot more sugar. I eat chocolate for breakfast during this Christmas season. And I am a very healthy person most of the time. I have Baileys and coffee. There's alcohol involved sometimes, which is nice. It's fun. It's that time of the year. That's fine. But make sure you are consistently exercising, consistently drinking water, consistently maybe reading that book or maybe listening to bits and bits of a podcast here and there, just or having conversations with people when you can that maybe with your spouse or whoever it may be that can help ground you if you're feeling not grounded. But it's mostly exercise has really, really helped me during these times because if I'm eating all this crappy food and consuming crappy things and putting bad fuel into my body, it obviously creates a negative mind space that I'm in. And then that will, I'm more likely to react and be that unpleasant person and create boundaries in a wrong way or just be a dick and just say things that are strange because I've put trash fuel in my body, which is chocolates and all these things, different sleep schedules, staying up late, watching movies with the family, whatever it may be. It's all you're traveling somewhere else and you're not in your own bed. You're not getting a good sleep or whatever it may be. Make sure you exercise every single day, even if it's just a walk, going on a Christmas walk, a Boxing Day walk, or whatever it may be, moving your body, stretching. All these things can help you navigate the Christmas chaos so you can come out of it and and just enjoy all the beautiful times, all the fun times, all the memories with the family. Um, In Australia, my Australian people having a barbecue with your friends and family, 
going to the beach on Christmas Day. It's I, I miss that. I miss that so much. Or if you're in the Northern Hemisphere in Canada where I am, you get to go bobsledding, you can go skiing, you can go on an ice rink and you can walk, go for a walk with like a Baileys and coffee and then you see the snowfall and you're making memories and you're, you're with the people that you love and care about the most. That's what it should be focused on. Not these niggly, itchy, scratchy spots that come up sometimes or that's what that's what it's about. But there's shit that comes up whenever you get family together. There's shit that comes up. And I hope that these few things I've spoken about can really help you navigating that Christmas chaos so it turns from Christmas chaos to Christmas cheer and that you can enjoy the joy and the happiness and the beautiful time of the year that it is where you get to spend the time with people you love and care about most. And that's what it's about. So love you guys. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. And I will speak to you next week. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Mental Dietitian Podcast. If you found any value at all, please share this with a family member or a friend or just a guy or a gal walking down the street. Just anybody at all. If you feel like it could help them and benefit them from the conversations that we're having. It would mean the world to me if you could also leave a review. It helps grow the show. It helps the algorithms. And I also do love connecting with my listeners. So please reach out to me on social media. The best way to get a hold of me is through Instagram. And my Instagram handle is Aaron Lynch Potter. And that's spelled A-H-R-E-N-L-Y-N-C-H-P-O-T-T-E-R. Thank you so much once again.